Welcome to the podcast, and this is Tyler. This is going to be a continuation of my rant, is the doctrine of forgiveness is nothing but a lie, but not only a lie, it is a huge scam that is brought about by the religion of Christianity, whether you know it or not. And I've said this time after time again. If you do not understand the game that is being played by this by this lying and this scamming doctrine, you are going to continue to get played by this doctrine of forgiveness by the religion of Christianity. You're going to get gaslighted, manipulated, lied and deceived on by these people who are following the doctrine of forgiveness in the religion of Christianity because the first main thing that they like to manipulate and to deceive people, telling people that, well, you have to forgive a person that has done you wrong. And that is nowhere in the Bible. And people, and I had just somebody days ago when I did a video on YouTube where it was talking about a trifling family member tried to debate me on this subject in the comments section and they didn't even know in the world that they was talking about or whatever. And and I had to lay down the hammer on this particular individual. So I'm going to tell all of you that once again, there ain't nowhere in scripture that it indicates that you have to forgive a person that has done you wrong. But what the Christian world in their doctrine of forgiveness like to go run to when they hear something like this, because it seems crazy to them, they like to go run to their king of all so-called proof texts, Matthew 6, chapter 12 through the 16th verse, which is in the Lord's Prayer. And then the second one, Colossians 3 and 13. And then the next one that they like to go run to, Matthew 18 through the 21st through the 22nd verse. And then the next one, Mark 11, chapter the 24th through the 26th verse. None of these scriptures does not indicate that you have to forgive a person that has done you wrong. It does not say that because that was an insertion of what the Christians and those who are following the doctrine of forgiveness have inserted in the Bible that is not there. It is not there at all. And so I'm going to give you two quick examples to where when a person sins or transgress or whatever, you are required to rebuke. You will see that in Luke 17, chapter the third verse, when your brother trespass against you. And then you will look in first Timothy fifth chapter, the 20th verse, when it's talking about when it's talking about someone who is sinning, you are supposed to rebuke. You are required to do these things. What? But I'm going to tell all of you that this is what they're not going to tell you. And and this is what. They, they want to focus on the person who has done wrong. That's the whole focus in the doctrine of forgiveness so that they can focus on the person who has run, done wrong, lying and to deceiving them that they have to forgive, but they do not have to forgive until a person repents or a person make amends. Or to make it right, 
And if you want to find that, the Messiah says that in Luke 17 and 3. But you don't hardly ever see them quote this. You know the reason why? It's simply because they want to focus on the wrongdoer and gaslight the, 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 I mean, excuse me, the person who has been done wrong. But they never focus on the transgressor. This is the whole scam of this doctrine. This is the whole scam of this doctrine. And in the Bible, like you said, you will see this. You will see this in there. Just like I'm mentioning seven, Luke 17, 20 and 3, 1 Timothy 5 and 20, Titus 1st chapter 12 through the 13th verse. And then you see it in the Psalm of David, the 39th verse. You see it in Matthew 5th chapter, the 19th verse, when it was talking about the structure of binding. But like it said, they, they, want, they have gotten people away from investigating the doctrine of forgiveness and so that nobody will not look into this in the Bible. A lot of you out there, you know that there is something wrong with the doctrine of forgiveness. And just like I pointed out, you are required to rebuke, 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 rebuke. When you, when that person has done the transgression, and I done gave some scriptures, and there's more. But this is a start for all of you that know that there's something wrong with the doctrine of forgiveness to do an investigation in the Bible. About this, from everything from what the Christian world is saying, they're not kept, they are lying to you in their doctrine of forgiveness so that they can, so that the transgressor can get away with their wrongdoing. To get away with their wrongdoing. So, when you don't forgive, and when you have the mindset, I'm holding you accountable for it, the Christian world will get mad and upset trying to gaslight you, trying to manipulate and to deceive you so, so that it can, the whole purpose is to get you away from holding anybody else accountable or whatever. Then if you can't hold anybody else accountable, then God doesn't get a pass neither of holding other people accountable. They want to say that you're holding grudges, which they don't even know what the word grudge means. This is how this is how the forgiveness doctrine deception has went so deep or whatever. And the word grudges is not what you have been told that it is. They have lied to you about the word grudges. When you go look at the old mythology of that word grudge and when you look at the older older word of the word grudge in Hebrew just as well as in the Greek is not what they're telling you what it is it's not what they are telling you what it is people their whole deception game like I said before is to give the transgressor a pass and then focus on beating it up inside of the person who has been wronged minds. 
That's what the whole purpose is, people. Because I'm going to tell all of you something. The average Christian will get so mad and get so upset when you say you, they, you, you ain't supposed to forgive. You ain't supposed to forgive until they come into repentance, until they come and make amends. This is what the Bible teaches, but they're, they're making the assertion in the Christian world, you have to forgive. It did, that ain't how God's program worked up in his word. Because I thought by their Christian way, you supposed you, when you go to repent to God or whatever, you are supposed to make amends. You are supposed to make things right with God. Oh, yeah, they don't want to hear nothing like this or whatever. And then God will release the tr transgression. But here's the whole thing or whatever. That... They don't want to talk about or whatever. Then God must ain't forgiving no transgression neither. So if he ain't forgiving no transgression, just like we ain't forgiving the transgression until they make amends, just like the most high is, then God, then the most high doesn't get no passes. But they don't want to hear stuff like this. And, and just imagine, just like I'm saying in part one, God is holding thousands of grudges against people of what has been done. But a lot of you, it is that's been done wrong and, and it things that has been very unforgivable or whatever. It is time for you to stop letting that person get away with their wrongdoing. You need to stop letting that person treat you like garbage. Unforgivable shit that they do. It is time for you to start rebuking because when you start rebuking that particular individual, I can you will you will start feeling good about it. But you know this is what they don't want to tell you. So I'm gonna go on ahead and release it to you. They wanna sit here and say that, well, it's eating you up inside or whatever because of home grudges, which is not really which that's not even the actual word anyway. Holding grudges. That ain't even what it is. It's the emythology of that word grudge. The emythology of that word, the real word is grudge. But like I said, they don't know these things. But they're saying this or whatever. That's telling you that it's eating you up. And then there's two sides that you're dealing with. What that person has done with, to you. And then there's another side of you that wants to get even with that person. But actually the most High is telling you what he said up in his word is to go rebuke them. Silent rebuke them. You're not giving them an inch. If they don't want to make it known that they're coming making it right with you, don't give them an inch. Just like I said in the YouTube video, if you have a family member or somebody that has done the unforgivable 
come back or whatever, acting like nothing ain't even happened. Yeah, you give them time, you give them a moment to give them the talk or whatever, but you don't say a dead gum thing or whatever. Uh, and then you see, you just see, hear them say what they got to say or whatever to see if they're gonna make it right. But after that first time or whatever, they want to act like nothing ain't even happened. You ask them the question, what do you come here for? What is the conversation about? And if, if, if the conversation is about is not about making it right, shut them, shut their asses down. Because what the transgressor want to act like, they want to put it up under the rug or whatever, so that they won't have fire up their damn ass. So their consciousness won't be bothered. That's the whole scam in the doctrine of forgiveness, is to get so that the transgressor can get away with what he or she is doing, so that they will not have fire off their damn ass. And they won't be bothered consciously. But when you start rebuking, you'll feel more vindicated while their consciousness is being bothered. And when you, because rebuke is painful, and they don't like the pain. Just like the same pain of what they inflicted on you, that's what rebuke did. And, and you Christians, you can't tell me that the Messiah didn't command that. The Messiah commanded you to rebuke. Luke 17 and 3. And then you go to Matthew 21st chapter through the 35th verse when it's talking about binding. Excuse me. Let me take that back. Matthew 18 chapter 15 through the 19th verse when it's talking about binding. But the transgressor, they don't want, they don't want that. They don't want that. They want to be in their comfortable zone. No, rebuke them until they come repent. Don't stop the brakes on their asses. Don't stop the brakes. But they want you to stop the brakes on purpose. That's what they want you to do. So that you can be falling up in their tactic. I forgive them. What they have done wrong or whatever. You can't hold people accountable. Then the most high can't hold people accountable neither. But this is the problem. They, they want to get mad at you and have a problem with you because you don't forgive or whatever. And I'm going to say this. Forgiveness, the Christian way, is for the damn weak. Rebuke is powerful. You don't believe me? For all of those who don't forgive, start doing it and start seeing what happened. 
It's going to make them uncomfortable. And yes, some people who are so arrogant, who are prideful, that has did the transgression, yeah, sometimes they are going to fight back. But don't stop the damn breaks. Sometimes you need to crank up the rebuke. Then you need to say, Most High, give me the ideas to crank up the rebuke. But the foolishness in their doctrine on what they teach on what they teach in the doctrine of forgiveness. And it's just like and it's just like they're preaching this bullshit about forgiveness is for you and not for them. If that was so, people, I want a lot of you people to think about something. When the Messiah was up on that cross, what did he say? He said, forgive them, for they know not what they have done. That's a damn red flag right there. How can a lot of people not see that? Let me, let me, let me explain this. The only time that forgiveness is for you is, is when you as the transgressor has done the transgression. And then you as the transgressor come to your senses and realize that you have done the wrongdoing and you decide you want to repent, apologize, and make amends with the person that you have done wrong. And then if that person decides to forgive you, then it will be for you. And then your transgressions is, is lifted. It ain't got nothing to do with that person. But that whole scam is saying that it's for you. And they're intertwining that forgiveness is healing. All this misconception and lies on what's being taught, people. Then if if that was if forgiveness was if forgiveness was for you to based on what the Christian world is is saying then then there ain't no reason for God to forgive you. Them. If they're saying that, it's not for them. Because forgiveness, the biblical way, was always for the other person. And it was always for them. Not the Christian way. It is for you or whatever. You being released of your sin. How in the world are you sinning and you ain't the one that has did the sin? You see this other deception of what they're teaching in this goddamn doctrine? You see the other deception of what they're teaching in this goddamn doctrine? Now, forgiveness, the biblical way, which is the correct way, is not for the weak. Because the Christian world, they don't want to go that avenue when they're getting rebuked, when they're getting scorned, when they're getting put up on notice or whatever. When somebody ain't giving them their energy, they're getting put up on notice in their consciousness.
They don't want to be put up on notice. And then they want to, you need to stop that. You need to get out. Y'all is getting too old for this. If somebody is is holding them accountable for 20 years and they refuse to forgive or whatever, they still get mad and use the gaslighting tactics or whatever. But when it comes to the transgressor, they don't say a goddamn thing. Because it's okay in their eyes. It's very okay in their eyes. And they think that it's fine. But you know what? I'm going to say this. That. When you don't forgive. Or whatever. You're going to receive all sorts of gaslighting. Manipulative tactics. And I'm going to tell all of you. Don't fall for it. Hold them accountable. Until they repent. When they repent, then they forgive. That's the biblical way. But they're saying you have to forgive somebody if they done done the wrongdoing. That ain't the biblical way. The biblical way is until they repent, then you forgive. So I don't know all this bullshit about what they're talking about. Excuse me, this bullshit about what they're talking about. You must forgive when somebody has done you wrong. No. When somebody has done you wrong, you rebuke. If they repent, then you forgive. But in this generation, in, in this day and time or whatever, we living in that nobody don't want to repent. Nobody don't want to make amends. Yep, that's the time we're living in. No, an apology is so goddamn foreign. So foreign. And it's so hard for the arrogant individual to do this. But they sitting up here preaching this bullshit about forgiveness is for the weak. Not apologizing. It's the other way. Which they're talking about. It's for the people that don't apologize and do not make, do not hold themselves accountable for their wrongdoing. They ain't real. So, I'm going to go on ahead and cut this podcast short because I done ran it enough. Thank you and have a great and awesome evening or day.